Hello and welcome to Live and Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Father, I just want to thank you this morning. I give you all the praise. Father, as I stand here this morning to share your word, to encourage each and every one of us. Holy Spirit, take total control. Speak through me. And as the word comes, let it touch lives that we will know who we are in Christ. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The title for my message today is Fulfilling Your Destiny Through Wisdom. The month, month of September, Wisdom, Knowledge, Understanding. So, my word for you today, we will all fulfill our God-given destiny through his wisdom in the word. Amen. The Christian view of destiny believes there is a place for the sovereign will of God, but also there is a place for man's personal choice. The Christian view of destiny believes there is a place for the sovereign will of God, but also there is a place for man's personal choice. For us to fulfill our destiny, we must make the right decisions and the right choices. God is sovereign, but he has given us a free will. The believer or the believer's destiny is in Christ. Ephesians 1.11 says, through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before even we were born, he gave us our destiny that we will fulfill the plan of God. Amen. Who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you, hallelujah, in the womb, I knew you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 also says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. We are talking about destiny. And before you were born, God has a destiny for you. He has a plan for you. That plan is for a good future and for you to have peace. Proverbs 3 verse 5 also says, Trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust the Lord with what? All your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Not on your own understanding. In all your ways, 
acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. This is one of my favorite scriptures. We should not trust on our own ability, our own knowledge, our own wisdom. But what? In all our ways, we should acknowledge him. When you acknowledge God, his plan for your life will be fulfilled. Amen. He will direct your path. So, brethren, to fulfill your God-given destiny, we need godly counsel. Amen. Our destiny depends on the choices we make. God has given us a destiny. He has planned everything. He's told us what his plan for us is, but it's up to what choice you make. To make the right choices, you depend upon the word of God. To make daily choices, you depend upon the word of God. God loves you so much, he has given his word. In Proverbs, there's so much, every day, every area of your life, you have a word there. Hallelujah. Proverbs gives us the wisdom to navigate this life. Proverbs 16 verse 3 says, Commit your work to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Commit your work. So everything you do, commit it to the Lord and it will be established. Anything you desire to accomplish, you do it according to the word of God. And as it aligns with the word of God, it will be established, says the Lord. When you seek the plan and will of God for your destiny, the will of God for what you do, the will of God for where you work, the will of God for who you marry, the will of God in every area, not some areas, but every area, you seek the godly counsel of God in his word. And he says what? He will establish it. Hallelujah. Brethren, we have to make Jesus the center of our life. Declaring that everything we do depends on his wisdom and plan for our life. You will enjoy the blessings of God. If you make God the center of your life, if you make him the counselor of every decision you make, if you make him the Lord in every area, your health, whatever, you will fulfill your God-given destiny. Isaiah 11 verse 3 says, and Pastor Emmanuel used that on Wednesday, this one, another scripture. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. This scripture is talking about our Lord Jesus, but because we have confessed him as our Lord and Savior, the same spirit shall rest upon us. Amen. And that spirit says, the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. As a believer, you need these virtues in your life. Amen. To fulfill your God-given destiny. And it is through the Holy Spirit 
that dwells in you, that will empower you. Hallelujah. To walk in wisdom. To walk in understanding of who you are. If you don't know who you are, if you don't understand why God created you, and the plan and purpose for God for your life, you walk this earth and go without accomplishing anything. Amen. But when you know what God has for you, by seeking him and asking him, he says, ask, and you shall receive. So if you want to know the will and plan for God for your life, my brothers and my sisters, you seek him directly, and you ask him, and he will direct you. Amen. The Holy Spirit will give you counsel. Hallelujah. You don't just get up and go to anybody to give you counsel as a child of God. Because the Spirit of God is indwelling in you. He is our counselor more than anyone. It is good to have counselors. But the first stop is the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, he can direct you even to another person who has the same godly counsel. And it will align with what your spirit is feeling. Amen. Because sometimes the spirit is speaking to you. And you think, ah, is it true? But another person who is filled with the spirit will say something. Say, yes, this is just saying what God is telling me. Amen. So we all need godly counsel. In your marriage, you need godly counsel. Go to him first. Don't go to your parents. Don't go to your friends. Ask him. Because who ordained marriage? It is God. And God saw the trouble that was in marriage before you were even born. Adam and Eve, there was a problem. That brought the fall. So in every marriage, in every walk, there are situations. But go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. And the Holy Spirit will counsel you. He will give you counsel at night. He will bring the right thoughts. Hallelujah. Godly ideas and will give you right things to do. Amen. The Holy Spirit also is your strength. Hallelujah. Strength to accomplish the plans and ideas. Things that God will give you. If you want creative idea, if you want to do anything, seek the counsel of God. There are so many things. You see people making money. What they are doing is a solution to a problem that is making them make that money. If there's a need for garbage collecting and you have that creative idea and you start doing it, it is a need. Once I was in Ghana... <laughs> Uh, uh, Pastor uh, Emmanuel, you know, it's Zoom Lion, the one who collects the beans. <laughs> His dad died, and they were holding a funeral. And this man, the money that he spent, it was too much. But who gave him that counsel? Rubbish. If it was me and you, you say, me, I'm not going to collect rubbish. But God gave him that creative idea. He started putting beans, employing people to collect beans. And now he's a millionaire. There's always a solution. Money does not drop from the tree. But the solution to a problem through the wisdom of God will make you prosperous. Amen.
The same spirit will give you knowledge. Not book knowledge, oh, the knowledge of God. That gives you wisdom and understanding. We have so many people who are well educated. They have that knowledge, but there's no wisdom. Some speak, and what they speak is only the book. What they studied. And who gave that man-made uh, uh, things to study? But when you ask for the knowledge of God, he gives you beyond measure. You have knowledge to study and knowledge in his word and knowledge to be able to impart lives. Amen. Also, wisdom. The wisdom of God. Let us all seek the wisdom of God. It is above everything. More precious than gold. And it is in his word. Just ask and you will receive. And also, the fear of God. The fear of God is of running away from God, but it's just reverencing him, standing in awe of him, acknowledging him. Each and every one of us have parents. You respect your parents, but you don't fear them. You go to them. That is what God wants us to do. Come to me. Daddy, this area, I'm struggling. He will give you that godly counsel. Through the spirit that is indwelling in you. He says we are his friends. He's called us. He knows our names. Hey, my name now means written in the palm of God. Every time he gets up and the sun is too much, he says, ah, my daughter Naomi, I'm pleased. So is every one of us. Let us come to him. Draw closer to him. He's there for us. He's not against us. He's for us. Come close to him. Tell him how you feel. Like you call your brother, your sister. Oh, today, hmm, so and so is going on. The same way. God wants us to come to him. The same way. God wants us to express how we are feeling. The things that are burdening us. He is the solution. Amen. Proverbs 9, verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is what understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied and your years of life will be added. Hallelujah. I'll read it again. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied. And years of life will be added to you. If you want long life, reverence the Lord. Fear the Lord. Acknowledge him, and he will give you life. He is the life-giving God. Amen. And his spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, is indwelling in you. Exalt him. Acknowledge him. Make him first in your life, and let him be found 
in everything you do. Let him be your foundation. Let him be your ceiling. You know when you're putting up a building, what do you do? You put the foundation first. And then you put the pillars and complete it. And then you put the ceiling. You should make God your foundation, the source. And you build on him. He's your ceiling. Amen. He will cover you. He will protect you. He will shield you. How do you do that? By acknowledging him. And he's giving us the word. Dwelling, depending, and eating the word of God. We all eat to be satisfied. We also have to eat the word of God. That is by reading. Even if one scripture, or one, anyone you know, just depend upon it. It is food for the day. Don't go the whole day without having the word of God in you. Amen. Proverbs 8 verse 34 also said, Blessed is the man who listens to me. Amen. Watching daily at my gate. Waiting at the post of my, my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Amen. If you find God, you seek him, meditate on his word, favor is your portion. We all know this scripture. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And today we have our newly wedded couple. I mean, I haven't seen them because I was away. They are here. The word of God says, he who finds a wife. So that one, what? It is a double one. Oh. Double favor. We all have the general favor. That is the general favor I'm talking about. And then, men, when you find a wife, ah, now double, double. God adds that unto it for you. Amen. You need favor in everything you do. In your daily endeavors. When you make God first in your life, you'll be favored everywhere. Everywhere you go, favor follows you. Because you've made God first in your life. Doors will be open for you wherever you go. You need favor like a clothing. Because in this world, people do all sorts of things. But when you have favor of God, even in your workplaces, doors will be opened. I know of someone in Ghana who was given promotion. And all of a sudden, they became ill. You see, if you know God, when that favor comes, because it's from God, he will protect you. Because people are doing all sorts of things. Not only in Ghana, everywhere in Africa. You know them. When you are working with them and promotion is coming, they'll start doing things. But when you have that favor of God, whatever is yours, nobody can take it. Because it is from God. You'll be favored in your work. You'll be favored wherever you go. You'll be favored among men and women. Hallelujah. Habakkuk 2, 3 says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. By the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Brethren, God has a plan 
for each and every one of us, our destiny. The choices you make will determine how you fulfill that God-given destiny. But praise be to God. I will say I have done it. And many of us have made wrong choices. But because of the grace of God, he has brought us back. In life, it is not a race. We all have a destiny. We all have different roles to it. Amen. No matter what decisions you make, the God of mercy will bring you back again. Any wrong choice you have made, because he knows you and knows the plan before you were born, God even know you make all those wrong choices, but he has already made provision for you. And that provision was through the blood of Jesus. And that provision will align you back on the way he wants you to go. Hallelujah. Our God is merciful. When you are driving, most times you are driving to a destination. And along that driving, sometimes you make mistakes. Even the tom-tom. Whatever they've done still makes mistakes. Amen. But our God does not make a mistake. On that road to your destination, you make a, a, a U-turn because you made a mistake. And that U-turn what? Brings you back to the right direction and you end up at where you are going, your destination. So is our work with life. Our work with God. The choices we make. Brethren, I just want to assure you I'm not saying go and make wrong choices. But just to assure you that even, even if you make a wrong choice, God is merciful. God is good. He will bring you back. How? By you going back to him. Amen. He is there for us. No matter what we do, we can always call upon him. And he will direct our path. Amen. He will bring you on the right direction. And you will reach your destination. Christ made that provision for us by dying on the cross. And he's seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us daily. So whatever decision we make, he's there to prompt us through the Holy Spirit to bring us back to God daily until the set time that we have fulfilled our God-given destiny. We will all live to fulfill our God-given destiny. No power, no force can deter us. God will continue to direct us. He will continue to guide us. Our eternal destiny is in heaven. Amen. That is why he came. He died to give us what? Eternal life. Even though this life on this earth will end one day, we have eternal life. But before that time ends, this when I was talking to Pastor Emmanuel, he said, yes, we will live to fulfill our God-given destiny. God will determine our life. Amen. Nothing will run short of our life. If you abide in him and he abides in you, he says, the scripture that I just read, Habakkuk, there's appointed time for everything. So I want to reassure you 
to be patient in the Lord. If there's any area in your life that maybe your colleague, your friend, your sister, your brother is at that place and you have not arrived, don't worry. It is God. Your time will come. If you are single, your time will come. It is your season now. Rejoice with them. Thank God with them. I remember when <laughs> we used to go to Mama Julie's church. That time, my papers had not come through. And when people uh, uh, pray and then their stay is granted, I'll be dancing and rejoicing with them. <laughs> God is good, though. Not knowing <laughs> one of our elders. There was a song. I've forgotten the tune, how we sing it properly. That was the song we were singing at my Julie Church. And so they were not knowing, you know what? They've nicknamed me that name. Yes. Hey, every time what God has done for somebody, God will do for them. You have nicknamed me. But God, who have called that person, did it for me. Amen. So, when people are rejoicing, when they've got their breakthroughs, rejoice with them. And when you rejoice with them, yours will come at God's own time. Don't worry about what people will say. Don't worry about how they label you. Yes, I am single. You will marry one day. That day they were saying, hey, she's always rejoicing with the people. Your papers have come. Me too, mine came oh. It came at the right time. And this, I will share this with you. When I came to this country, the time I wanted, Mama Helen is pastor, they, they will tell you. The time I wanted to go to Ghana, I came here just to go and buy equipment and go and set up my business in Ghana because I did catering. But things didn't work that way. All that time. Because God had a plan for me, I did not know. I stayed in this country. What? married and had my children, all three of them, and took them to Ghana for the first time. This is the plan of God for my life. Maybe if I'd been in Ghana, I don't know where things would have been. But you see, when God places you at a certain place and you are praying for something and it's not coming, don't give up. He knows the way. What is ahead? If I'd gone to Ghana earlier, me knowing myself, and maybe the way I like things, maybe I would not have ended up married with three children. You understand me? It's only God who knows. Maybe I may have just married and have one baby, or out of wedlock, if you have children. In those days in Ghana, you are a young girl. You, are, you, you know what I mean? But we didn't know the Lord. So you may be doing things that are not right. But God, who knew me before I was born? Who knew my destiny brought me to this country, hid me here until the time that he brought my partner and then gave me children. And when I was about to go home, this I'm saying to the glory of God. One of my aunties, my own father's sister, she never liked my mother's children. She never liked my mother's children. Why? Because when my father married my mother, he told all his siblings 
that when I marry, my family comes first. You will be whatever I get. I will not forsake my family, neglect my family, and look after you. Why? Because she was going to marry. And my dad said, this man has got another wife already. And <laughs> my dad didn't want her to marry Ashanti, but I've married an Ashanti man. He said the Ashantis, they marry many. And you know them, they do wafa. They, <laughs> uh, they look after their nieces and nephews so that they will come and look after them. So my dad said, no, this man that you are going to marry, he will look after all his nephews and nieces and leave your children, which means I have to look after them. So don't do Because of that, she cut ties with my dad. So for almost 15 years, he never spoke to my dad. And because of that, she did not like us. But by the grace of God, through my mom's persuasion and prayer, my dad went to look for her. And then, what my dad had said was true. So one of her children, so you know, he said, oh, I'm bringing the children to mama. My mom said, no. All the children are not coming for me to look after because the age they are, they'll bring confusion to the marriage, to my, my home. So my mom took the younger one, who is the same age as my, uh, my late sister, Dora. So they grew together, and they went to school together. And this auntie, anytime she says things, she did not pronounce good things towards us, which we knew. Before I took my children back, I had my papers. Three weeks before I went, she was dead. I'm not saying she should die, because, but anyone that plans evil for you, God will not then then live to see anything. And when I went, I said, yes, this is the time. God has hidden me and brought me back to my family. And it was for my dad's mouth that he listened and said, hey, she did not live to see your children because she did not have good thoughts towards you. People who do not have good thoughts towards you, some they don't have to live to see anything. Some to the Lord will make a table before them in the presence of your enemies. So that is how I lived here and went back home. So these are all the plan and destiny of God for my life. For your life, we all have different destinies. We all have, but stay in the Lord. You see, I knew the Lord. I made wrong choices by being in the world. You understand? After secondary school, we're all in the world enjoying. But because he knew me, he brought me back. And here I am today. To the glory of God. Knowing God and testify of what God can do. So there's nothing being ashamed of anything that has happened in your life. At the end, it will speak. And it will speak to the glory of God. At the end, God will be glorified. No matter where you are. God does not count our sins. He's forgotten about them. Your past is not your future. God has a better plan for you. A future and a hope. So, brethren, I just want to encourage you. No matter what is going on in your life, God is there with you. He will turn things around to the glory of his name. It says, though it hurries, be patient. God does not lie. He who created you, he who called you, who knew you from your mother's womb, he who has done you that you have given your life to, that you are sitting here today, worshiping him, Talking about him to people, he will not put you to shame. No matter what is delaying in your life, God will turn things around. No matter what you are facing, call upon him. And be patient. 
That is the only thing. It is difficult for us to be patient. Sometimes we want to run quickly. We want it to come quickly. We've all been there. But I just want to assure you that so far as God, who created the heavens and earth, he does not die. I was sitting down. This destiny thing came. I was told to preach, but when we were watching the Queen's thing, that was the word said, destiny. I said, thank you, Father God, for this word. They call her sovereign. Who is more sovereign than our God? Who is more sovereign than our God? That word is only for God. Me to be is only for God. He is only the sovereign one. He who has life. He who determines the time. We are all here. God knows the number of years he has given unto us. Even when Ezekiel, the time has come that God said, your time is ended. He, he prayed. And what did God do? Gave him 15 more years. God determines our life. We will not die prematurely. Even if our time has come and we have not finished our work, God will give us more years to fulfill what he has called us to do. Sovereign. It's only our God who is sovereign. Pastor John was preaching last Sunday about how they change things. You see, man made rules. Edward could not rule because he was marrying a divorcee. But they changed it for what? Charles, a divorcee to rule. What God has said about you, nobody can change it. No man, no, not even your mother or your father that gave birth to you because they are not God. They just carried you. You belong to God. Things take long. You'll be praying. When will it come? Don't listen to people. Focus on God. The one who you are calling. When you call for me to give you something, I'm limited. But God is not limited. If you want something, maybe there's something I can give you in a form. But everything you need, God will give it to you. Don't depend on man. Depend on God, who brings helpers along our path. Praise be to God. Amen. Our eternal destiny is in the Lord, and we will fulfill it. We are on a journey, and that journey will end. The, the, the journey will end in glory. Let us be serious with our work, knowing God, praying, and doing what, it, it is so simple. God has, is not someone who has put so much tax on us. He just says, read my word. Talk to me. You see, God is lonely, you know. He wants to hear your voice. Your voice in the morning. Good morning, daddy, how are you? It's something. Thank you, daddy, I'm alive today. Thank you. He just wants to hear your voice. If, you, if I don't open my, vo uh, my mouth, how can I speak? Will you hear my voice? You can't get up and just be going without speaking to him. He wants to hear that voice that he has given to you. Some can sing to praise God in the morning. Some can use prayer to praise God in the morning. God loves every one of it. Amen. He wants to have a relationship with us. And that is why we need him to fellowship with him. He requires us to call him every time. He's our father. He lo God loves you 
more than anyone can love you on this earth. God loves you more than anyone can love you. So if God loves you, don't feel lonely. There's someone looking after you. Habakkuk 3 says, it will not lie. It will end. It will speak. Hallelujah. It will end in eternal praise. It will end in your eternal destiny. Be in heaven. Let us all examine ourselves and make it our destination. Our eternal destiny will be in heaven with the help of God and the Holy Spirit who is always our side. Directing us, leading us, Guiding us. Though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come. Whatever you are praying for concerning, concerning your destiny, it is in the word of God. Seek the book and you will find Proverbs, there's so much wisdom there. Everything you need, it is there. Seek it. Meditate upon it. Wait on the Lord. Though it tarries, it will come to pass. God says he's not a man that he should lie. So God does not lie. I lie. You lie. But God does not lie. And sometimes you may say, I will see you at 2 o'clock. But due to circumstances, you can't make it. Because what? You've lied to the person. I can't come. But what God says, today is the day I have ordained to bless you, to connect you, to open doors for you, to give you breakthrough. He honors it because he says, I will honor my word above my name. So whatever he says, he does. And he will surely, surely see you through. In Jesus' name, amen. I know the Lord. Will make a way for me. Just listen to the words of this song and let it encourage you. Will make a way for me. If you know, you can sing it as well. If I live a holy life. Shine the wrong and do the right. I know, I know the Lord. I know the Lord will make a way. Will make a way for me if I live. If I live. If I live a holy life. A holy life. Oh, the Lord.
away for me. If I shall, sorry, if I lead the holy life, shun the wrong and do the right, I know the Lord will make a way for me. Yes, the Lord will make a way for you. If you lead the holy life and shun evil, he will make a way. We sang that song. He made a way. When your back was turned to the wall and it looked as if it was over, he made a way. And you are sitting here today only because he made a way. We are all here today because he made a way for you. That is why in your destiny, he will continue to make a way for you. Depend upon his word, his wisdom nuggets. Let it direct you. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. He's our advocate. He's our intercessor. He's our strengthener. He will see you through. May the Lord bless you. I want us to get up and go into prayer. If there's anything in your life that may be a choice you have made, something that has deterred you from the way God wants you to go, we are all going to go into prayer and ask him to redirect our path again, to lead us. And we're also going to pray for the church in the mighty name of Jesus. Living Well Ministry International. That if there's anything we all have done, the Lord will make a way again. He will bring us back to where we ought to be. For the souls to come back to the ministry. For many to come to know. The house of God is not supposed to be empty. It is supposed to be full. Full of people who need the word of God to lead a life to fulfill their destiny. Let us pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you. Father, we bless you, we glorify you. King of kings, Lord of lords. Father, I humbly come before you this afternoon praying that, Father, in my life, my work with you, any choices that I've made, things that I'm doing now, that has not pleased you. I pray that, Father, you point that out to me through the Holy Spirit to be able to come back to where I need to be. Likewise, I pray for the church, Living Well Ministry International. We thank you, for you say you build your church and the gates of flesh shall not prevail. Father, you know your children. If anything that has been done or said to anyone that has made them to turn away from you, we pray for repentance today. And we call upon you to have mercy, to bring us back to your fold. We pray for everyone who out now, who do not have a place to worship. Father, we pray that you bring them into our fold. We pray in the name of Jesus. In the era of evangelism, Father, we pray that you will strengthen us to be able to go out there in our own way to evangelize, to evangelize, to win souls into the kingdom and to bring people into your fold. We thank you, Father. We bless you and we glorify you. For those who could not make it today, Father, 
We pray for them, those that are not feeling well. The Spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead will quicken their mortal body and bring health to their body. You say you restore health, you bring healing. We thank you, Father God. We bless you and we thank you for our Papa who is away as well, that you continue to protect him and bring him safely. We thank you for our mother too, who traveled and is back in our fold today. We thank you for everyone, all those that are planning to travel this week. We commit them into your hands. Our children who are going to universities, we commit them all into your hands, that you protect them and guide them. As they go, Father, we pray that they will make right choices. Our children will make right choices. Your spirit will direct them. Your spirit will guide them because they are away from home. Father God, we pray that they will not be in the wrong crowd, but you draw them to the right crowd, to the house of God in the name of Jesus. That you give them wisdom, in knowledge, understanding, revelation. We thank you, Father God. And for this week, all our children that are going back to school, we pray that they will be filled with the wisdom of God as they are growing. You help them. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. I hope you've been blessed. Amen. Thank you. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.